0: Show brought to you by womenaboutbiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday to you all. This is Queen Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. Well, Queens, I trust that you all have had a wonderful weekend and that you at some peace, some joy, some time with your family and friends, and you are now ready to take a deep breath and plan for your success this week. Well, for those of you in the U.S., as you know, 4th of July is tomorrow, celebrating the independence and freedom of the United States itself, and of course, a lot of people will be barbecuing and having so much fun, and this is really putting us all in the mode to want to just slow it down and have fun for the rest of the summer, right? Well, guess what? We've got a great theme for you this month of July because we know that oftentimes as business women, we have so much going on during the summer months, but what we can't do is we cannot kick our business to the curb, right? We can't make it have a back seat, but we've still got to hold our business priority, be respectful of our business and all of the things that it can provide for us, and make sure that we are uh, planning properly to create a system for the summer, even if you're taking part of the summer off. So our July theme is summer cash, ways to keep your business growing during the summer months. And I'm very, very excited about this theme. And all this month, we're going to be talking about ways you can grow your business, attract your clients, various things that you can do to keep your business running smooth during the summer month. Right now, what I want to do is I want to go ahead and go to God in prayer and let's thank him for allowing us all to be here today. Heavenly Father, Thank you for allowing us all to wake up this morning and to have yet another day, Lord, to accomplish our business dreams and goals. Thank you so much. Bless us, O Lord, as we pursue being queens of leadership, queens of organization, queens of action, dear Lord. Oh, let us not procrastinate on our business goals and tasks, Lord, but be steadfast unmovable, and unshakable in all that we do and hope for. We ask a special blessing over all of those women that might be struggling with debt, feeling alone and isolated, and really, Lord, just not sure which way to turn. Let them know, Father, that they are not alone. Give them that inner peace and strength, Your Lord. And, Father, send those resources to them, including send us, Lord. We are ready. We are willing to bless others, Lord. We thank you for all of the blessings that you have given us, and we embrace, Lord. We embrace all of the blessings that are yet to come because we know that they are coming our way. Thank you for Successful Woman Radio and for all of the listeners that support the show. Lord, give me a ready recollection of words and resources to share as we all Way to grow your business for the summer. It is in Christ's name that we pray, amen. Again, I want to welcome everyone to the show. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Do me a favor. If you can, you know, flash over on another line and call one person and say, hey, get on Successful Woman Radio Show. Trina's going to be talking about ways to prepare your business for the summer, or Text a couple of people and say, hey, I'm listening to Successful Woman Radio. Jump on. If you have a pen in hand, here's the show phone number to include, 347-637-2589. Again, 347 347- 637 And for those of you that are new to Successful Woman Radio, one thing for sure you should always know, always have a pen and notepad in hand because I am going to be giving you some serious golden nuggets to take away and, and use in your business. And, of course, the big question you should always ask yourself after you've listened to the show is What can I do to implement the things that Queen Trina has shared, right? That's very, very important. Also, for those of you that are new to Successful Woman Radio, I want to just thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show. If you want to know what we really are all about, we are all about you, motivating you, encouraging you, and inspiring you to create a successful life and business generating the income that you desire. After all, isn't that what we all want? We didn't start businesses just for the sake of starting a business. True. We should be concerned in making sure that our businesses meet the demand of our target audience, that we are blessing the lives of other people with what we do. But at the end of the day, Our businesses, we created them also so that they could generate an income for us so that we could, in in exchange for blessing the lives of others with our products and our services, that we could actually see and generate income, and that is very important. So you must always, as a businesswoman, embrace the power uh, of generating that income, right? You can't shy away from it. You can't be scared to ask for what you want, ask for the uh, money that you deserve and providing services or products. You can never do that. And so with that said, I want you to understand that this is your time to step up step out and shine. This is your time to realize that you are the queen of your own empire. Now, many of you who are new to the show may be wondering what that word queen is all about, right? We know there's the queen of England, there's queens of other countries, but what does it mean for us at Women About Biz? Well, when I talk about queen, when I call you queen, that is in respect to you. That is in respect to knowing that as as women, we inherited the right, the time we were born from God, who created us in his image, we inherited the right to have our own empires because he gave us the authority to have rule over our lives, right? And so therefore, our empire is whatever we choose to put in it, whether it is assets, land, properties, home, you know, um, whether we decide to create new businesses, what, you know, investments, whatever we decide that we want in our empire, that's what we get to do. God has given us dominion over that, authority over that. And so one of the beautiful things I like about recognizing this fact is that while there are other people who have similar to the same businesses as yours, God allowed you to come up with the idea in your mind. He allowed you to have that desire for your type of business. And so, therefore, while you may have other people out there doing similar to the same things, you should stay focused on what God has allowed you to do with the business that you are starting or that you are growing, right? That's what's very, very important. You know, we never should look at what we call competitors. We should never look at competitors as what I like to say, hard competitors, meaning I got to find out some way to knock out the other business. No, we should just be more concerned with servicing the customer. We should be more concerned with stepping our game up and providing a higher quality or level of service or product. That's what we should be concerned with because what God has laid up in store for us no man, no woman can touch it. You could leave this world today and all of your dreams, your hopes, and the things that you wanted, all that is laying up in store for you will just lie dormant. Nobody else will be able to have it. Nobody else is going to be able to touch it, right? So that's what you need to understand. Your dreams, your goals, what you want in your life. They are not going anywhere. They are laid up and stored for you. It's your responsibility, however, to claim them. It's your responsibility to prepare yourself to claim all of the things that God has in store for you, right? This is why it's so important. Queens, it's so important for you to prepare your mind for greatness because when we don't prepare our minds for greatness, Hey, I know for a fact that so much can happen in the day that we just don't have a defense for. Why? Because we woke up focused on something else. We allowed something else to take our attention. We allowed something else on our minds that had nothing to do with enhancing our lives for the day, right? And these are things that you have to think about. You have to live your life on purpose. You cannot allow things to just take you on in the storm of other people's problems, you cannot allow yourself to be distracted with things that are not even enhancing your life. You just can't allow that. And one way to stop that from happening is through the process of preparing your mind for greatness. So let's talk about that for a minute because a lot of people Hear me talk about preparing their minds for greatness. I've even literally, I've even seen people at the mall, or I've been having lunch or something, and someone would sit, you know, sit down with me and talk and say, "Hey, Trina, how are you doing? Hey, I want you to know I'm preparing my mind for greatness." And I'll say, "Oh, really? How did you do that this morning?" And the answer that they give just lets me know that they didn't understand what preparing your mind for greatness is all about. So I continually want to make sure that everyone that listens to Successful Woman Radio and that they hear me talk about that expression, preparing your mind for greatness, that you honestly know what that is all about. So the first thing you need to realize is why did I come up with that expression, preparing your mind for greatness? Well, here's why. I want you to think about the most beautiful mansion that you could possibly own. Okay? When I think about it, I think about this beautiful mansion. I pull up on this private street. It's rolling around the curves. Then I see these beautiful golden gates that open up and drive up into the winding driveway. I see I survey and see all of my beautiful land and property. And then on the hill I see this is gorgeous mansion, beautiful glass windows all across, columns coming down, beautiful stained glass double doors. It's just breathtaking. It's beautiful, right? However, what happens if you should should see that mansion and all of the doors are open, everything, the garage has been left up, you just walk through it and you realize that Somebody has taken a lot of the things out of your mansion. Somebody has robbed you, right? And then you realize you left the doors open by mistake. You didn't mean to maybe, but you left the doors open. See, that's the same thing that happens in the mind. I want you to consider the analogy, the metaphor that the mansion is your mind. Okay, the mansion is your mind and it's in specifically the subconscious mind. And what happens is, is that when you are not the first person to tap into your own personal power, then it's like leaving the mansion completely open. For anybody to come in and take whatever they may or to impact you in a way that is taken away from having a joyful life, from having that peaceful life that you desire because you left the mansion open, okay? And one of the things that you need to understand is that that is exactly what happens truly in the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind controls more than 90% of all of you. It controls your opinions, your beliefs, how you feel, your emotions, your thoughts, everything, both verbal and nonverbal. It understands you better than you, okay? And so as a result, what you put into the subconscious mind, you have to be very careful about it because, see, here some rules of the subconscious mind. It understands neither right nor wrong. It only perceives what you are putting inside of it, right? And when when too much of something that is negative or taken away from you um, or, or it doesn't enhance your life, when too much of that kind of thing is put in your subconscious mind, it can wreak havoc in your life. And so this is why we have to wake up every single morning preparing our minds for greatness. Listen up, queen, because this is important to you. And I know I like to speak in metaphors. I know I'm a deep thinker and I like to really just really share with you a lot of things about life that maybe you're not getting or maybe others just don't understand. But here's, here's the important piece. If you are not the first human being that taps into your personal power, your subconscious mind, then somebody else will. Something or someone else will control your mind that day. When you think about all the times that you've uh, awakened and just rolled out of bed, hurry up and got ready, and you're in a rush and you just, you just, Carried on your day, you didn't prepare your mind for greatness you didn't say your prayer that morning you didn't even recognize the day and how beautiful it is outside and and show your gratitude to God instead you just you just carried on with the day and so many things happened that were negative you know can you remember something like that you know um things just kept popping up and and you felt the uncontrolled, you felt like you were not in control to handle all of the different things that were coming up. Well, sometimes a lot of that has to do with the fact that somebody else tapped into your personal power before you did. And as a result, the energy was drained away from you and transferred into other areas that you don't even know about. And as a result, you're left drained and unprotected and not knowing how you're going to handle all the things that are coming at you. But see, you have some control over that because when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you should do when you open your eyes and sit up and take that deep breath is you should, first of all, and as you prepare your mind for greatness, you should be thanking the Lord for allowing you. Recognize it, girl. Recognize. Thank the Lord for allowing you to wake up yet another day. That's the first thing you should be doing because he didn't have to allow it. Okay? Do you know how many people go to sleep at night and don't wake up in the morning? Millions. So for you to be able to do that, it is certainly something to have gratitude about. And then the next thing you should do is go to the Lord in prayer. Go to the Father in prayer because guess what? He understands you. He knows you, but he wants He wants you to know him more. He wants to communicate with you more. He wants the Holy Spirit within you to speak to you more. He wants you to live more in the Spirit. So saying that prayer to him in the morning and talking with him, you know, you don't have to be all eloquent with it. Talk to him like you would talk to your mom. Talk to him like you would talk to a close friend because he is your friend. And then go to him in prayer for the things that you want to happen that week. You know, pray for your business. Let him know how you're feeling. Ask him for intercedents. Ask him to help. Help you, send, send the right people to you. Ask him to help you to uh, um, create those ways to generate that income that you desire. Ask him to allow you uh, a bigger capacity so that you could bless the lives of others. You see, you can go to the Father and ask him for anything that you want, anything that you desire, which is so important for you to know and understand. So when you are called queen here at Women About Biz, it is a respect. It is a respect to recognize you that you are an individual woman all, uh, with all of the authority that, that you can have from God to create your own empire. This is what you should know. This is what you should understand. You should also understand that by preparing your mind for greatness in the mornings, it allows you not only to tap into your personal power, but it allows you to have a supernatural power to continue to manifest the things that you want in life. You see, the, the very things that we want, the tools that we use, a lot of it is is really mental tools. And we have to start learning to prepare our minds for greatness, to not leave the mansion on top of the hill open for other people to come in and just rob and take it, right? And this is very important. And so, again, I want to encourage all of you who are listening to the show today to recognize and to realize how important it is to put the air mask on yourself first by preparing your mind for greatness. And I will continue to remind you this on Mondays because it's that important. Again, the theme for all of this month in July is all about that summer cash, right? It is all about ways to grow your business during the summer. You know, laying on the beach, summer picnics, family vacation, barbecues, fun with family and friends. That sounds familiar, right? We all get that summer fever, and we just want to slow it down. We want to play. We want to have some fun. But as business women, you know, we also have to ensure that our business keeps growing, even during the summer months. That means that you must put a system in place and learn new ways to reach your customers and your clients. Now, today, okay, today, we're going to be talking about five ways to prepare your business for the summer. So make sure you get your pen and your notepad out. I'm also going to go right back around today. We're going to talk about five questions of business leadership, which is so very, very important. Right now, I want to give you our motivational quote for today. I want to give you a motivation that I think is so very, very important because oftentimes we forget this. Here it is. Just one small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day for the better. Let me repeat that again. Just one small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day for the better. Listen up. There's this movement going on right now, this movement of so-called experts that's saying positive thinking is not good for human beings. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Now, here's their premise on that. They're saying it's too many people pushing about positive thinking, and as a result, it's causing people to become more depressed because they're, they're saying positive thoughts, they're thinking positive thoughts, but when things don't go their way or happen, they get more depressed about it. So positive thinking, they're saying, um, is really not such a good thing after all and not so positive after all. What kind of freaking crap is that? What kind of crap is that? Should we go around thinking negative
1: all day long?
0: How should we think? I don't know about you, but for me, I personally embrace the power of positive thought. I embrace the power of positive thinking both mentally and verbally, okay? And let nobody try to twist that up for you. Really? Really? trying to make more money off of the fact that they want to say positive thought is not so positive. I've been reading that a lot lately, and it is just a bunch of malarkey. It's crap, right? Positive thinking is one of the most important things that we can do for ourselves. Preparing our minds for greatness is really all about positive thought. And when we do that, when we choose to stay on the positive side, That is a beautiful thing. I don't know what it is about positive thinking that makes other people so angry and so mad, but I do notice that people actually can get upset. People can actually be disturbed by you being a positive and happy person. For example, I think I've shared this before, but I went into the grocery store This has been a while back, but I shared this as an example. Went into the grocery store one morning. I was all happy, and I had just prepared my mind for greatness and need to go into the grocery store to get some staple items. And I walked into the store, and in the store was this lady. She was shopping, and she looked at me straight in my, my eyes. So anybody that looks at me, I'm going to speak to you. I said, well, happy morning to you, and I smiled at her. And she looked at me and she said, "What in the hell are you smiling about? What you've got to be happy for?" And I, it just kind of took me aback, right? Because in my mind, I'm thinking, "Okay, I'm happy and I've just prepared my mind for greatness." And you know, I'm 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 just so appreciative of this beautiful day that we have, and to have somebody to have somebody to do that. But see, I had prepared my mind for greatness. So I just stand there arguing with her. I didn't stand there arguing with her at all. I just say, have a beautiful day. And, and you know what? I left that section of the grocery store and kept moving around, and it didn't bother me one bit. I just felt sad for that person. I thought, she's going through something. I'm not sure what it is that she's going through, but she's going through something. And I just stood there quietly on one of the aisles, and I just quickly said a prayer for her. I just said a prayer for her. And this is the attitude that we have to have. But, you know, there are some people out there that don't want us to be happy. They don't want us to have positive thoughts. And you need to understand that this is the very reason why you have to guard your mind is because these type of humans are everywhere, it's everywhere. You've got, you've got evil going on. You've got negativity going on. You've got people that are not wishing you well. You've got so many different things going on. And so this is the very reason why you have to prepare your mind for greatness every single day. Whether you're on the workplace, whether you're dropping your kids off at summer camp or school, whether you are going into the grocery store, the mall, getting your hair done, wherever you go, there's always going to possibly be something, someone or something that is trying, right, to damper your spirit. But if you've prepared your mind for greatness and you know the power of God in you, then you do not have to worry about that. God's got your back. He has you covered, and you have covered yourself as you prepared your mind for greatness and were the first person to tap into your own personal power, right? But I can tell you, a person who hasn't prepared themselves that morning would have walked into the grocery store in the time that lady would have said that, that argument would have occurred, or that person would have said, I'm not gonna to speak to nobody ever again. So we have to be very careful about ourselves. We have to guard our mind, the most important mind, the we have to guard that mind. You see, and this this has a lot to do with business. So you might be saying, Well, why? Well, that is because a lot of us want to be successful in business. However, we are allowing the comments of others, we're allowing the emotions that we feel from what someone has said to us, or we are allowing our self-negative self-talk to take us away from the very thing that we would like in our lives. And so as a result, it causes procrastination. It's a trickle-down effect. Procrastination occurs, and then before you know it, months, weeks, or even years have gone by, and we still have not worked on that which we purpose in our heart to do. So this is really what preparing your mind for greatness is all about. And this is why I really like the quote, just one small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day for the better. And it truly can. Just one small positive thought. So I want you to keep that in your heart. Take it with you and say it to yourself. Girl, just one small positive thought this morning can change my whole day. Let me now think positively. Let me figure out what it is that I'm trying to do this week. Let me feed myself with prayer, with meditation, with positive affirmations, words that are going to enhance my life and not take away from my life. It's 1230 after the hour. Don't hang up. Don't click off that screen. You're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I want to thank you so much for being here with me today as we continue uh, to bring you information that you're going to be able to put to use in your life and your business, let us go ahead and quickly move through the five questions of business leadership. Don't forget, you can ask yourself these questions as often as you need to, to hone in on your leadership ability for your business to be that CEO that your business needs. Question number one is, have I set my business foundation? Now, there are five core areas within this one question alone. Core area number one is all about legal structure where you need to think about the fact that if you are for real about being in business, and, and you want to build your business credit, and, and you really are trying to go a step above, then you need to think about becoming incorporated as a, a LLC, a limited liability corporation. You need to look at getting your tax EIN, right? Core area number two is about creating your strategy. Every CEO's responsibility is to develop a business strategy so that the business can grow. And so when you are preparing your strategy, you ask yourself questions like, what do I want to experience in my business this quarter? What will I do to support my vision and my goals for the business? And how will I implement the tasks to support my goals? And who am I going to delegate a lot of these tasks to? These are all questions you ask yourself as you're developing your strategy. Core area number three is all about asking yourself, have I formed my power team? You know, that group of professionals that are specialized in a particular area that can shorten my learning curve and help me to 5X, 10X, and even triple X my business, right? Here's core area number four. Do I have automated marketing in place? That means that am I am I making the best use of technology? Do I have an email marketing system? Have I set up um, uh, email sequences and a funnel to automatically go out when people are interested or click on certain things? Is your email is your whole marketing system automated? And then core area five, last but not least, is. Are you prepared to receive the money? What money am I talking about? Well, you know, money you make from sales, money from your services, money from your products. Are you prepared to actually receive it, right? You know, we can't keep being old-fashioned about certain things and only want to take a check. I'm still meeting women over 40, 40 40-plus zone crowd that, you know, they want to accept checks, but they don't want to do merchant accounts. Somewhere along the line, that group of people believe that having a merchant account and having to pay merchant fees is taking money out of your pocket, when in actuality, it's just the opposite. Being able to accept credit cards actually helps you to make more money because it's more convenient for people. And when they don't have cash available, they may have credit available to them in the form of a MasterCard, a Visa, an American Express card. So this is why it's so important for you to prepare yourself to receive the money. So you, first of all, need to have your own business checking account, right? That's very, very important. You need to have your own business checking account so that You can attach it to your merchant accounts and automatically receive the funds that are coming through your merchant accounts, right? Then you need to have a bookkeeping system in place so that you can keep account of all of the money coming in and the money leaving out of your business. And then third, you need to have a merchant account. Again, the two that I recommend is um, I recommend PayPal, which I think is very important, Uh, PayPal has been around for a lot of years. They've improved so much, and they still are a very mainstream um, merchant service that provides quality, fast, quick merchant service. Um, And the one thing that I like about PayPal is that when the money hits your PayPal account, it's money that you will be able to use. You can also order a business um, debit card so that you will be able to use it right away. Stripe is very very good as well, and so uh, I you know encur- uh, encourage a lot of business women to go ahead and at least set up those two merchant accounts. It doesn't cost any money to do it. You just need to understand that as people are charging and using their cards on those two accounts, they're going to charge you. I think it's two point nine percent of the total transaction plus thirty cents, right? So keep and then last but not least in preparing to receive money is the cash flow, right? We had a launch and learn class uh in June and it was on how to prepare the cash flow. Cash flows are very important. It's simply an Excel spreadsheet uh with a, a money in columns and then expenses out columns that's really keeping account of how your money is flowing. But the cash flow can help you understand so much about what's needed in your business, what needs to be eliminated or what needs to be increased in your business, right? So there are the five core areas within question one. Now let us move on to question number two, which is what are my top three business goals for this month? Here we are at the top of July 2023 and it's important for you to now have your quiet time, your CEO time. Every businesswoman should always have at least one or two days out of the week in which she does nothing but plan on her business as the CEO. So you have to ask yourself, what are your top three business goals this month? And then make sure you are practicing the hierarchy of visioning by setting Um, tasks to your goals. These tasks are going to support your goals. They're going to help you implement things so that you can accomplish your goals. Number three, question number three, is do I have my power team in place? You know, we talked about that in question one, but here's the thing that I want you to understand. Your business can't grow and scale up to a capacity that is really going to generate a a multiple six-figure income for you until you start letting others help you so that you can do what you do best as the ambassador, as the CEO of your company. This is very key. So the sooner you understand the power team concept, the sooner you start uh, allowing people to help you with what you've got to get done the better it's going to be for you as the CEO. It's going to help you to step into your CEO world a lot faster. And then question number four is, am I being consistent with my marketing and communications? And as you know, in question one, we talked about automation, right? Well, what helps you to be consistent really is automation, and we should be taking advantage of technology. And last but not least, in the five business questions of leadership is on a Scale of one to ten, you know what I'm getting ready to say, right? On a scale of one to ten, what is your belief level? Now, as you know, belief is everything when it comes to being successful. You know, we could we could attribute a lot of things to business success and success overall in life. We could contribute a lot of things to it. But if I had to wrap it up, if I had to wrap it up into one thing. It would definitely be belief. You see, your belief is tied directly into all of your actions, right? You find yourself procrastinating on something in your business. It's not exciting you to do it for the life of you. You can't figure out why is it that I'm procrastinating, for example, on writing this book. I've been wanting to write this book. It's been in my mind. I've had a desire. When I see other people launching their books, I just feel kind of sad inside because I'm not launching mine, and, and, and it's been an idea that I've had. And you can't figure out what it is, and you've got to go back, and you have got to examine your belief system. Something is holding you back, and most of the time it has to do with your belief. Okay? If you're taking action, If you're seeing your goals being accomplished, your to-do items being marked, you you see yourself allowing others to help you and you're moving forward, then you know that your belief level in yourself has increased. You now have embraced the fact that you are the queen of your own empire and that you are ready to make some things happen. And you're ready to leverage the talent and the potential of others who are willing to help you to make it happen happen. Don't forget that. There you have it, the five questions of business leadership. If you ask yourself these questions every day um, and the answers that you give, you start working on the results from the answers you give because I can guarantee you whatever your answers is going to be, it's going to cause you to go back to the drawing board and start planning, start working on some things, start setting some new goals. It's going to cause you to take action, okay? Okay. And that is going to help you to become the best CEO, the best leader that you can be for your business. You can take that to the bank because it has totally helped me, right? So very important. Again, for station identification, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Queen Trina Newby, and I'm so excited to see all you beautiful queens. The board is so full. I'm so glad to see all of you on the show today because I know you didn't have to be and I'm very glad that you have selected and that you have chosen Successful Woman Radio. Bless you. I bless your life. I bless your business and I pray for you to have abundance and joy in your life pushed down, shaken together, running over, overflow. Oh yes, overflow. That is what we want for sure. So as we move on uh, with Successful Woman Radio, I had asked a very important question last week, and it was about what do you want to feel like when you wake up in the morning? What do you want to feel like? We had a few people to share Uh, about what they want it to feel like, and and I mentioned that this is an important question to ask ourselves because this is a question that helps us to get better clarity of really what we want out of life itself. So I want you to write this question down. What do I want to feel like when I wake up in the morning? You know, oftentimes when we wake up in the morning and we sit up and and we're up, We feel, we have different emotions and we feel different ways. Oftentimes, how we are feeling uh, is an expression of what we don't want, believe it or not. You know, like, oh, man, I've got to go to work this morning and I really don't feel like going to work. I really don't feel like being bothered with people today like that. that. Or you might say, wow. I'm getting ready to do some stuff, but I really don't want to be doing it, but I've got to generate an income from a family. You know, you wake up in different ways, but often it's when when things are on your mind, they're on your heart, and there are some things that you don't want happening in your life, but they are, and you wake up in the morning when your mind is still clear, oftentimes these things float to the surface and reveal themselves, and you'd be feeling some kind of way in the mornings, like, You know, and so this is why that question is so important, because it helps you to get in touch with you. What is it that you really want to feel like when you wake up in the morning? I mean, what is it that you want? And so I want to ask that question again, and I want you to, I just want you to think about that. I know for me, I want to wake up in the morning, and I want to feel joyful, I want to feel happy, and I want to feel excited about the work that I'm getting ready to do and I, and I want to I want to be ready to bless the lives of others because my needs have been met, right? Whatever those needs are, my needs have been met. I want to feel that way. First thing in the morning, I want to feel gratitude. I want to feel that I'm grateful. I want to feel all of that. And I want to keep myself in a positive existence, right? I want to because Why? Because God allows me to have that authority over my life. I could choose to be that way. And I like feeling happy. I like feeling peppy. I like having pep in my step. I like blessing the lives of other people. And I like the fact that things are going well for me because I'm being obedient to my spirit. I like that. How do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? How do you want to feel? And so I want to say, hey, one or two of you press star one and share with me this morning or this afternoon. Share with me what is it that you want to feel like when you wake up in the morning. Anyone can press star one right now and you can share that. Why do I want you to share? Because oftentimes it's when we verbally get out of ourselves what we're thinking and get it into a verbal form where we can state it, it becomes real, and we can start purposing to do just that, which is so very important. I see that we have someone who's already uh, pressed star one, and you are live on the air this morning. Hello, Queen. Who am I speaking with this morning?
1: This is Spirit
0: Marte. Well, hello, Queen Spirit. How are you?
1: I am doing majestic. How are you?
0: I am. Look, I like that word majestic. I'm doing majestic too. (laughs) What what do you want to feel like when you wake up in the morning?
1: I want to, and I put it in word form, not a Mm -hmm. sentence. So I want to feel like strength. I want to feel like knowledge. I want to feel like wisdom. I want to feel like beauty. I want to feel like prosperity. I want to feel like giving. I want to feel like um sharing. I want to mm. feel like receiving. I want to feel like loving
0: and continuing to express growth. Mm. that's beautiful, that's beautiful, Queen Spirit. very, very beautiful yeah. and are, are yeah. is yeah. that happening for you every morning, or are you working towards that? Where are you with that? well i i I stay
1: on the positive outlook of life, so yes. it is happening. Yes, I am excited about that. However, there's areas that I can always grow in.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. Well, I yes. am so grateful for you sharing that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah I mean, very, very let me tell
1: you, it just it it triggers it triggers something on the inside of you in your heart and in your mind and um even in your organs when you when you continue And you from speaking the positivity over your life, Mm -hmm. it drives you and and it keeps driving you no matter where you're at. It's never a plateau in
0: positivity. Mm, That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I really like that. There's a plateau in positivity, and you're absolutely right about that, Queen Spirit. So thank you so Mm -hmm. much for sharing with the listening audience. Very, very well put. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, Queen Spirit shared with us some beautiful words of expression about where she's at and what she wants to feel like. And if anyone else wants to share what do you want to feel like when you wake up in the morning, please press star one at this time. Go ahead, press star one. I know sometimes, you know, we have a packed board. We may have 300 women on the line and only one or two people want to press star one. But you've really got to understand something. When you verbally declare who you are, what you want, what you want to feel like, it is really you bringing it out of your spiritual realm and, and verbally saying it. And believe it or not, you'll start manifesting those things. You'll start manifesting them, right? Because it's almost like you're verbally agreeing that which was already inside of you. I want you to keep that in mind. So, again, uh, if you aren't comfortable with saying it lies on the air, you need to get comfortable. You need to get comfortable. Start saying it to yourself. When I wake up in the mornings, I want to feel like this because that is important. And believe it or not, in order to get yourself where you need to be in the mornings when you wake up and what you want to feel like, what does that mean? That means that you've got to prepare your mind for greatness. It means that you have to prepare the day before so that. In the evening, before you go to bed, you set your mind also and you prepare to feel that way. For many of us, it also means that we've got to start getting rest. We've got to have better sleep. We've got to start taking better care of ourselves so that we have that energy, so that we're going into that REM sleep, so that when we wake up, we feel rested, we feel better, we have that energy when we first wake up in the morning. So, again, I want to thank Queen Spirit for giving us those beautiful words of expression, right? And I really love the one thing she said that has up with me is that um, there is no, plat- there's no plateau for positivity. You, you know, you're not going to get tired of having positive thoughts. There is no plateau. You're, there is no time where pl- positivity gets stale or boring because it's positive. I love that. Thank you, Queen Spirit, for blessing us with that. We're going to go on right now, and I'm going to go ahead right as we use this last segment of the show to go into our hot topic for today, I'm going to share with you five ways to prepare your business for the summer. Again, five ways to prepare your business for the summer. Get your pen and your notepad out, getting ready to give you some good info. So it's, it's a must, okay, that a lot of the time... Business women have this tendency to feel like it's going to be slow for the summer, so therefore I'm, you know, I'm just going to slow the business down. I'm not going to, I already know I'm not going to make that much money for the summer. But it's a must that you don't think that way. Just just stop it. Just stop right there. Don't. Why? because the summer can be very fruitful for you in many ways when it comes to your business and your life. It's all in how well you plan and execute your different strategies that make the difference. The summer season actually presents a prime opportunity for business women to experience growth and expansion. As the weather warms up, people are more inclined to go out, socialize, and spend more money, right? To make the most of the summer season, it's essential for you to prepare and strategize. Write those words down because those are two key words in being successful, prepare, strategize. As a matter of fact, here here I'm going to give you – I'm going to put a word in front of those, believe prepare, and strategize. Those three things are going to help you be more successful. Believe in what you want. That means you're going to take action. Prepare means that you are preparing to take the action, you are organizing your goals, you're setting your tasks to support your goals, then you're going to strategize it, you're going to figure out how you want to implement it, right? So let's explore five effective ways to prepare your business for growth this summer. The first thing is refresh your marketing strategy. You know, and I and I do want to say this. I want to slow it down a little bit enough to say, look, now some of y'all know you need to prepare a marketing strategy because you don't have one, right? So come on with it. A successful summer season requires a targeted and refreshed marketing strategy. Start by evaluating your current marketing efforts and identify areas that can be improved or at- upon. Consider running summer-themed promotions, right? Creating engaging content for social media platforms and utilizing email marketing campaigns to reach your target audience, which is so very important. Collaborate with influencers or partnering with local events can also help you increase brand exposure and drive customer engagement during the summer months. For example, um, you, if you know, find out what type of community activities are happening that may allow you to have a vendor space, right? You know, find out um, if you can do something that can utilize outdoor space. Like I know several uh, consultants, they always host client barbecue picnics during the summer or customer appreciation picnics during the summer, and they always invite people out for barbecue and and have that time to reach out to them and talk, not just about the business, but just socialize, which is a very important component um, when you are trying to get to know your client or customer, right? So there are a lot of very creative things that you can do to piggyback on the summer season, the outdoor activities, right? Um, The second thing is optimize your online presence, and this is very important because as more people spend time outdoors, it's crucial to ensure your online presence is strong and accessible. Why is that? Because most people are going to be utilizing their mobile phone. They're going to be using their notepad, their iPad. The computer won't be with them, right? But when you're on the beach, you're seeing a whole bunch of people looking at their phones. What do you think they're looking at? What do you think? They're on social media. They're on different platforms. And so, again, this is why you've got to make sure you update your website, make sure it's optimized for mobile devices, right? And as potential customers often use their smartphones, again, this is why it's important for you to know that mobile is key, Additionally, you need to enhance your local search engine optimization, right? If your business can service people on a local level as well as national, you know, you got to claim and optimize your business profiles on Google My Business. If you want to learn all about that, just go to Google.com and put in the search bar. Google My Business, right? And there are other directories that you should be registering your business with, Yelp and other relevant directories. Why is that? Because people are going to directories, including Google Search Engine, to look for the services and the products that they need. And you just want to make sure that you're optimized, okay? Encourage customers to leave positive reviews and ratings also for you on Google or other search engines, as this can impact your visibility and your reputation. Expand your product or service offering. This is important as well. Now, summer does present an incredible opportunity to expand your product or your service to cater to seasonal demands and preferences. So consider introducing limited edition items, summer-themed menus, or special packages. I know one of the things that I'm looking at doing at at Women About Biz, and I'm working on a course right now, and it's called uh, uh, Business Summer School, and what I want to do is just again, as you know, is to remind women to prepare their strategies moving towards the um, the fall season and moving on into the new year. It's time for them to gear up, and it's a great time to, to for them to start planning that, right? And so I'm looking at doing a business summer school. Okay, But if you run a retail store example, you can focus on summer essentials like beachwear, outdoor equipment, or travel accessories. If you have an online retail store, you can do the same thing. If you offer services, develop packages tailored to summer events and activities. You can even use buzz phrases and names for that as well. By adapting your offerings to the season, you can attract new customers and encourage repeat business. Okay, this has got to get creative, right? Enhance your customer experience Now, this should be done all day long, but in the competitive summer market, exceptional customer experience can set your business apart literally from the rest. Train, train yourself and anyone that's helping you, your virtual assistants, your staff, to provide excellent customer service, ensuring they are knowledgeable friendly, and attentive to your customer's needs. Create a welcoming and inviting atmosphere um, if you have a physical location. If you have a virtual location, make sure on your website you have a way for people to get customer support, okay? Next is plan for staffing and inventory. And this is important. Why? Because, you know, especially if you have a product that you are trying to sell, with the demand during the summer, it's crucial to plan your inventory accordingly. So you've got to assess when you're going to need help, if you need to hire temporary help, if you're going um, to be a vendor at different conferences or shows or anything like that. That's very, very key properly train your team to handle the influx of customers and ensure that you are ready to provide prompt service, okay? Very, very important. Also, you want to prepare your small business for growth during the summer um, by strategically planning and focus on meeting seasonal demands. So that means you're going to have to sit down uh, because the summer really just got started. I think, what, like June 20th was the first day of summer? So you really need to go ahead. We're only 10 days into the summer. Go ahead and set two to three days or even a week aside to really plan your summer campaigns. At the end of the day, Queens, embrace the opportunities that the summer brings. And don't forget to, you know, even if you're going to be um, going different places and, and doing some fun activities with your children and what happens, don't forget that the business still has to continue to go on. So this is where technology comes in. This is where automation comes in so that it can do a lot of that heavy lifting for you. Trust me, it feels so good to be on the beach sipping a pina colada or cold refreshing drink, and knowing that everything is handled in the business. You know, you've got your automated payment system set up to receive payments. You've got your e newsletter going out. You've got communications going out. There is nothing like knowing that that is all being taken care of. And a lot of it can be done um, through automation. So it's really a waste of technology when you don't take advantage of that. So you really need to make sure that you do. Well, we've come to the end of the show. I want to thank all of you queens who have been on the show today. Bless your heart for being here with me today and listening to Successful Woman Radio. Again, I bless you and, and pray for joy, abundance, wealth in your life, push down, shaken together, running over. And don't forget Just one small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day for the better. Have a beautiful week, Queen. Take care.